Happy Tuesday. George Watkins here. Thank you for stopping by today for our morning broadcast. Each of these mornings, we just look forward and anticipate what the Lord's going to say to us. <clears throat> I don't come with a predetermined line by line. He always drops a thought, an idea, a, a word, and <clears throat> I do pray over it and think about it some, put some notes together often, but when I start rattling away, it's the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Amen. Well, God bless you today. Thank you for coming by. Tuesday, what a wonderful day to be alive. And we are having an exceptional Indian summer. <clears throat> Late into September as it's, well, it's starting, starting, well, yeah, we're in October, early October. Okay. Now. How deep is your river? That's the theme for today. I'm going to challenge you a little bit in your progress and in your walk with the Lord. Now, you do know that just because I'm doing the talking doesn't mean I'm the expert. I've been on a journey. I share some of my journey with you, but that means I'm in the same <clears throat> faith walk you are doing the same things that all of us children of God do, that is follow the Father and follow his word and his, his um, will and uh, his voice to us. So that's what we do. We interchange and talk one, on the, one among another about the good things of the Lord and therefore, or thereby rather, we are encouraged. Tuesday, how deep is your river? I uh, I had an an unusual anticipation about coming this morning to you. Not anxiousness, no, no, anticipation. There was something um, bubbling, uh, <laughs> almost like an itch I couldn't get to, about what God wants to speak to us in this hour. Now, not just this fifteen minutes we have, or whatever it is, but it's it it comes often in uh, it drips and dribbles here a little there a little that's what the scriptures refer to he gives us a, a little touch of this and a little touch of that a little touch of this a little swipe of the brush a little more color here and then we stand back at times and all of a sudden the picture starts coming together and we see now, now we understand in the midst of the crunch, God, what are you doing? <laughs> Why did you take that away? Or why did you give me this? Or how come this didn't develop? But at the end of it, we can rejoice that God's faithful to take us along the way. Amen. I have a <clears throat> pardon the voice today, a little rough. I have a favorite teaching. <clears throat> that I do, pardon me again, about the widow that had the oil miracle with the prophet and the widow that had the uh, the meal, you know, the wheat or meal or cornmeal miracle. And how as long as the prophet was there in the house, the meal continued for that year through the famine. 
And and then uh, the woman that began to pour the oil into the vessels that she borrowed, and they continued pouring until the uh, vessels were full. The prophet asked a question. What's in your house? And she began to scratch her head and say, well, not much. I'm just a poor widow, just a little bit of oil. That's all I have. And the prophet said, go collect all the vessels you can find and put them in the house and start pouring that little vessel into the others. Now, that's a stretch of imagination, not counting a stretch of faith. She had to believe the prophet to prosper, didn't she? She had to believe the word of the prophet to prosper. Anybody in their right mind, or their natural mind, I should say, (laughs) knows that when you pour oil out of a little container, it's going to be empty pretty quick. So you bring a big pot in, sit it in the floor, and the children, the boys, went out and collected a lot of pots, filled the house. And when the last pot was full, the oil stopped. So many wonderful truths hidden in that in that story. And I have sidetracked my, my thought today, but I just wanted to say this, that <clears throat> there's a treasure in your house that maybe you haven't seen yet. It's in your house. Amen. A couple of weeks ago, I have a dumpster in back of a building that I have. And um, somebody dumped some wood back there that they had taken apart, taken apart a bed, a wooden bed. Well, I saw it and it was in pretty good shape. So I collected, you know, wood. It's like gold today. Wood strips, parts of two befores and some pretty big planks. So I took them home and put them in my little wood stack. Well, I've got a little project that I was starting to work on. And I went to the wood store and I was staggered at the price. Well, I finally got some wood, brought it home. And I'm out there looking and bingo, I see that I already had treasure in my house. God provided two weeks ago, God provided there just the right wood for that project that I needed to repair. Now, this is a simple little illustration. Didn't break the bank of God or my bank, but it was just a sign that God was still supplying my needs in advance, like that little widow woman in the house that uh, she brought her vessels. So my thought today on this, before I talk about the river, <laughs> that's my theme today, is um, let your don't don't run out of containers. That the the the, the uh, truth there that's revealed is as long as you have something to pour into, God will keep pouring. But when you stop and you say enough's enough, and I can't believe anymore, and it's over, you know, it can't this this couldn't be possible. He'll stop pouring. Okay, Ezekiel 47 was, is my theme. It has a pretty good uh, theme there. <laughs> oh, I love the word of God. Ezekiel 47 talks about the river and 
just the message I want to drop in your spirit today is there's a lot of splashing around by a lot of uh, Christians, church people, you know, members of the body of Christ in the shallow end of the rock river. We get blessed. We want more blessings. We come and, you know, gather and sing and get blessed again and hear a good word. Really a lot of splashing in the small end of the river. Now, the point of Ezekiel 47 is that every time that that the man with a line in his hand came across with that thousand cubic measuring string, they crossed again. But the, word, the, the term thousand in the Testaments always indicates a completion or a complete um, season, complete season. Not to sidetrack myself again, but that's what I believe the thousand year reign and all that. There's, it always means a complete season. You know, the thousand hills that God has cattle on. He just owns them all, doesn't he? So there's seasons in our life where we have pressures and trials and victories and uh, we learn and grow. And then at some point in our life, we graduate to a new depth in that river. Something happens where all, all of a sudden, after I've gone through that thousand cubic meter of, of measurement and I struggle and I've had victory and I won a battle and then I slowed down, then I got fasting. All that stretching seems like the cup gets full and God says, all right, time to cross again. Now in that river, every time they crossed, it was deeper until they finally got to the end of that river and it said it was waters to swim in. So we want that, don't we? When I'm talking about that river, I often say that, uh, you know, when the river's deep enough, you can't get down and find the mud and you can't reach down there and slow, you know, throw mud at each other. Well, that would change our conversation, wouldn't it? That would change our, our words. We would certainly not be gossiping and slandering anymore. Why? Because the water is deeper. We're not just playing in the shallow end anymore. <laughs> I was about two or three years old when we were fishing in the river in one of the Oregon rivers. And uh, I had, you know, my little shorts on and standing in the edge of the river. Uh, every, uh, I'm, I'm assuming it was safe because <laughs> my dad and mom were right there. Dad was fishing and he throws the net to me and it falls at my feet. And I stick my face down in the water looking for it about choked. I didn't understand the river. You can't breathe underwater. <laughs> well, I encourage you today, if you're in what you think is the shallow end, ask the Lord to give you another crossing. And he will. The Bible says, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened. And it has to do with this maturing and learning and coming into a place where we really are having experiences in this glorious river of God coming out of the throne, Revelations 21, the last chapter, 22. Now, that, that, that river that comes out of the, uh, the throne of God, 
I believe, is the same river Ezekiel saw in, in Ezekiel 47. The river of God gets deeper and deeper, heals the land as it goes through and all that good stuff. That's something. Okay. Well, you got two for one tonight. There's treasures in your house you don't know about. Keep a pan or a, a kettle or a pot or a barrel always before the Lord so he'll never stop, stop pouring into your spirit. Always have a hunger. Smith Wigglesworth said, that great man of faith in the last century, said uh, he was satisfied with dissatisfaction. That tells me he always had a hunger for more of God. And secondly, if you're in a place where you don't like the depth of your river and you've been there too long, say, Lord, I want to go across again. I want a deeper experience. I want to know you differently, uh, greater, <laughs> you know, more expanded. I want to understand more. I want to learn the things of God. That's how it works. One crossing at a time. Hallelujah. And remember that thousand years or a thousand cubics is a season. And it's not a thousand days or a thousand something. It's just a completion, a completion. You learn something and you learn it. Or you understand something and you get it. And he moves you forward. When you get the test, you get to graduate forward. Amen. Well, thank you for stopping by today on this Tuesday. It's always my joy to know you are on, on the other end of this broadcast. Some of you uh, send me little notes. Thank you for that. Big, big encouragement. I see your names pop up on Facebook once in a while. Thank you for that. Comments, good comments. <laughs> I always kind of laugh at that because... Uh, I guess it's I guess it's funny. I don't know. <laughs> laughing at my own jokes. <clears throat> and if God's nudging you to send us a financial blessing, we receive it and bless you back abundantly. Until tomorrow morning, again, we will see you there. Be strong in the Lord. Stand on what you know to be true and don't waver. God will come through for you. <laughs>